everyone, and welcome to the Empowered Eating Podcast. My name is Lauren Boleen, a registered dietitian and intuitive eating coach, here to tell you all about intuitive eating and healing your relationship with food and body. This week, I want to share some tips for you to keep in mind before your Thanksgiving meal tomorrow. And before I dive into that, I do just want to drop in and mention, if you are listening to the podcast right now, I am in the middle of a seven-day discount week, and I have never offered a discount on my Empowered Eating program because my clients tell me my program is worth every penny and more for the changes that it brings into their lives. But I just wanted to bring this up because this is a really incredible opportunity to work with me, and with the holidays coming around, I wanted to do my part to make sure that my program was a little bit more accessible if price is something that you're worried about. So, I'm super excited to share that I am offering $1,000 off of my program right now. And again, this is not something that's going to happen again anytime soon, Um, but I do want to give you the information to learn more about that if that's something you're interested in. So, um, for more information about my seven-day discount and my program, be sure to find me on Instagram at dietitian period Lauren Boleen and that's where you can find all the info and even connect with me to learn more about this opportunity. So moving on, like I said, I want to give you a few tips to keep in mind before your Thanksgiving meal tomorrow because I've already heard this a few times. I'm not going to eat all day to prepare for Thanksgiving. (laughs) But why do we have this mentality? You're probably thinking, I'm going to make sure I don't eat too much the day of so I can save room for everything I want to eat during the meal, since it's my good excuse to eat a lot of food. But what if I told you you're literally just setting yourself up for failure here, in the sense that you're setting yourself up to feel overfull, miserable, and probably have a lot of those thoughts come up where you speak to yourself poorly about how much food you ate. And when I specify what failure means, that's because we all know that I don't really believe in failure when it comes to eating, because it's all about actually taking in information and learning how to move forward once you've got that food freedom mentality. So just to reiterate, not a believer in failure over here. Because with that food freedom mentality, once you can wrap your mind around the fact that you are allowed to eat as much food as you want whenever you want, you no longer feel the need to restrict to make up for the food you're going to eat later, which is that mentality you may have about your Thanksgiving meal. Instead, you can have the mindset that it's actually important to continue eating regularly, consistently, and enough food before your meal so that you can have a satisfying experience instead of one that leaves you feeling physically miserable and guilty for overindulging. It's fun because I was actually just talking with my client, Andrea, about this last night. Um, Last year, when Thanksgiving came around, Thanksgiving of 2020, that was right towards the middle of us working together. So I remember um, we were talking about how I was giving her these tips for going into the Thanksgiving meal, not to be afraid of food, and just to be able to really enjoy it. And now, a year later after working with me, she was like, I don't even have to think about it. I don't second guess my choices when it comes to food. I'm not worried about what other people will be thinking. I'm not worried about having to watch and make sure other people aren't watching me. She was like, 
All my feelings are for Thanksgiving is that I'm super excited to make this really delicious salad. I'm so excited to eat all the foods that will be there and I know that I'll eat until I'm comfortable. So it's so cool to see her transformation from last year when we were still in the program to this year when now she's a year out and everything that we've learned have become has become so second nature for her that she's genuinely excited and not feeling stress at all going into this holiday. I just love that my program helps people feel that level of comfort and confidence in their choices around food and body. And another fun thing is that Andrea is actually related to one of my other clients, Jessica, and so it's so reassuring for me as a coach to know that they're going to have each other to talk to throughout that holiday. I want to keep this short and quick for you, so let's just dive right in. Here are my three tips to remember before your Thanksgiving meal this year. First one, the one I'm always preaching, eat regularly. (laughs) On the day of your holiday celebration, you'll want to remember to continue eating consistently and eating enough food to feel full, comfortable, and satisfied throughout the day. If you choose not to eat consistently and instead skip all of your meals until it's time for the big meal because it's your excuse to eat a lot of food, you'll most likely find yourself ravenously hungry before you start, which just sets you up to eat way past fullness and comfort. In turn, this will take away the satisfaction from the meal you were so excited to eat because then you're stuck feeling miserable and guilty about what you did. So if instead you approach your big meal already feeling fueled throughout your day, you'll find it's a lot easier to slow down, ask what foods you actually really want to eat and in what amounts, and then follow through with your plan in a way that leaves you feeling comfortable, or at least with the acknowledgement that you thought about it and made the decision to eat past fullness because you were enjoying the food. Whereas on the other hand, There's no time for decision-making because you're so hungry you had to eat as quickly as possible and then you eat so quickly you don't have time to slow down and listen to how that food's actually making your body feel. And this just leads me right into my next tip, which is remember that you are allowed to enjoy the food. I want you to stop feeling guilty for enjoying food. Diet culture reinforces this idea that fun foods should be associated with guilt, like a guilty pleasure or a cheat meal, when in reality, you have permission to enjoy any and all foods that you like. It's so ingrained in so many of us that we should feel bad for enjoying fun foods that we even develop this habit of making sure everyone around us knows that we know we're being bad by eating sweets or bigger portions. So we'll speak up and say, oh, I know this is so bad, but I'm just going to have a little bit more. No, ladies, you have permission to just eat the foods you want to eat in the amount that you want without explaining yourself to anyone. And if you can take this mindset into your holiday meal, you'll be able to enjoy your food so much more because you've given yourself permission to actually enjoy it. Instead of reminding yourself with every bite you take that you should be eating less or being better. Now, my third point is one that I find people do find pretty difficult. And so this is why I really wanted to talk about it. But my third tip is that you have the right to set boundaries around negative food and body talk. 
You have the right to step away from or disengage in conversations about how bad it is to eat a lot of food, how bad you are for eating and enjoying it, how the diet will have to start again on Monday, and so on. I mean, you know the drill. So when you hear friends and family discussing how much less they should eat or that they know they're being bad for eating too much, feel free to also push back if you feel comfortable doing so. And this is where it can get tricky, so I want you to remember this doesn't have to be confrontational. This can be as simple as reminding someone, oh, you don't need to stress about that, it's just food. Or even expressing the mindset you take, which is, I just like to eat until I'm comfortable and satisfied and go back later if I want more. You can see how this does not have to be confrontational, and it can instead be an opportunity for you to plant a seed in someone's mind that helps them understand that they don't have to be mean to themselves or judge themselves for the food they eat. You never know what kind of conversation you could open up by just simply reminding someone that it is okay to eat food. And if you get in deep and need help explaining everything that you've learned and the mindset that you're approaching your Thanksgiving meal with, feel free to share my resources. That's what I'm here for um, because I've got all these resources that can help them dive deeper and learn more about this anti-diet mindset. Another easy and non-confrontational way to speak up is to just change the subject. You can either do this by saying, I'd really love to not focus on food talk and just spend this special time together focused on something more fun or literally just hard stop change the subject to something more fun. Again, not confrontational. And the interesting thing is that most people really will go right along with it when you give them the excuse to stop talking about food in a negative way. Because you and I both know it's not fun. And sometimes that quick reminder that it doesn't have to be the center of the conversation is all someone needs to move on. And finally, If you don't feel comfortable speaking up about the diet talk, know you have the right to simply disengage, whether that's walking away or just observing the conversation and reminding yourself in your head that you choose not to buy into that old diet mindset for yourself anymore. It's not up to you to speak up if you don't feel comfortable or prepared to do so. And you can't change everyone's minds, but you do have the right to protect your own. And protect yourself through this healing journey with food. And I've got to throw this one more bonus tip in. So this one seems simple, but I found that my clients really love this reminder, and it's one I use a lot with myself also. I want you to remember that you are allowed to eat until you are satisfied and comfortable and not uncomfortably stuffed. And to be clear, if you want to eat past fullness and feel stuffed, you also absolutely have the right to do that. But if you'd like to focus on feeling comfortable, just step away and come back as soon as you're ready. Because the beautiful thing is, is that you can stop when you're feeling full and then come back to the food in 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, if you f- whenever you find yourself hungry again or more ready and comfortable to eat more. Think about it this way. Instead of letting yourself be super hungry all day so that you end up eating way past comfort later, and if you're interested in learning why this happens, 
I'd recommend listening to episode three of this podcast, which explains why restriction leads to this binge type eating. But if instead of doing that, you spread your food out throughout the day, which is why I say eat consistently, and maintain a comfortable fullness or awareness of your hunger and fullness levels, this is going to allow you to slow down and actually pay attention to how it feels to eat. And remember, you can spread your fun foods out throughout the day too. If you're not hungry for pie right after your meal, take some time. Take a walk. There's so many things that you're allowed to do to prioritize your body's comfort. And the thing is that the desserts will still be there. (laughs) You'll have allowed your body to digest a little so that you're more comfortable and have room for more. It's not all or nothing. So it's not I eat it all at the meal or I don't get it later. You have permission to eat it whenever. So you don't have to stop eating as soon as your meal is over. You can eat whenever you like. And coming back later may allow you to have a more enjoyable and satisfying experience. Now, last thing before I sign off, I just want to remind you that your ability to do these things, especially slowing down and paying attention and being able to read when you're starting to feel full, this really hinges on you intentionally eating regularly and eating enough food throughout the day leading up to your meal. It's going to make this a much more enjoyable experience. So if there's only one thing you walk away from this podcast with, I hope it's that eating consistently throughout the day is going to make that meal so much more enjoyable. And that's all I've got for you today. I hope you have a fantastic holiday with your family and enjoy your food without stress. 